This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Orange Hatter. Today, you'll be listening to part four of my conversation with Jackie. And then they'll start to ask questions. And that's another reason why I wrote the Bitcoin Cinderella book, because kids are gaming. They're understanding tokens, but they might not understand the other side of the equation. So I think as adults, we need to kind of open up these conversations and say, do you understand what blockchain is? Do you understand what Bitcoin is? Do you understand what a rig is? And they might not, and the parents might not, and that's okay. They can learn together. I mean, that's part of the fun of, you know, just kind of diving into a whole new area. And we're going to stumble, and that's okay. We just pull ourselves back up and figure it out again. Yeah, that's so true. When they get past the, well, actually, when they enter the teenage years, there's no more, there's no more, sure, mom, I believe what you're saying, right? You got to just, you plant the seeds and and you hope and pray that the seeds will germinate and flourish into a healthy plant. But all we can do is plant a seed. And like you said, you model and they're watching and they may not openly agree with you, but it's possible that their wheels are turning, you know, inside. They see everything. They they see everything and they absorb everything, even if they don't always tell us what they absorb. Yeah. And I think one of the things that uh, you just uh, mentioned also is to recognize that mistakes are just part of the journey and to admit these mistakes and then also to openly discuss the mistakes. That's what I try to do with my kids because it actually makes me feel like there's some value in me stumbling when I can take the lessons and share. Otherwise, I feel like it was like just a private price that I paid. <laughs> but if I'm able to share with my kids and I feel like, oh, okay, okay, I got my, I got my, my worth out of, out of the, the mistake. I think, you know, none of us are perfect. We're constantly learning. We're constantly, you know, falling down. And I think us showing that we're learning different areas. One shows that we're lifelong learners, um, which is part of the fun. And two, it also teaches us about resilience because some of our investments are not going to do well. Some of them will. And we just have to kind of figure out, okay, how are we packaging it all? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And now you said that you're very into education and you have a legal background. And so you want to tell the audience about your new project? Yeah. So so as I mentioned, um, you know, I, I started writing the Bitcoin Cinderella books and I'm really excited about that. But I, I realized when I was at one of the conferences, I've been at the Bitcoin uh, conference in Miami twice now. Next year, they're going to be in, in Nashville, Tennessee. I do recommend that everyone try to go to a, a meetup and a conference. I mean, you're going to meet wonderful people and learn a lot. You'll be able to ask questions. It's it's a remarkable experience. But I was at the booth and CleanSpark, which is a very eco-friendly Bitcoin mining company, is publicly traded. They had sponsored the giveaway of my book, the Bitcoin Cinderella and the Seven Dwarfs. So I was at the booth giving it away and a young attorney came up to me and said, how did you get into the blockchain space? And I said, well, I'm really not. I'm in education. And she said, well, can you share some resources? I said, yeah, I'm happy to. And as she walked away, I realized our information in our space is what's called decentralized. So that's not one major place that you can go. And, and that's a good thing. Decentralization is actually very good in many ways. But I realized that what was needed was a centralized hub for all this decentralized information. And so the Blockchain Legal Institute and the, the website is www.bli.tools is what I created with a partner of mine. And it's a 
a centralized platform of all the decentralized resources from Bitcoin to blockchain to events to associations, you name it, it's there. You can sign up for the free subscription and have access to a list of events and also resources. And then if you decide that you want to take a deeper dive, there's really affordable subscriptions. But it's it's amazing what's going on in the Bitcoin community. And there's that whole vertical on the Legal Institute because we now have what's called ordinals, which are like NFTs, but from the Bitcoin perspective. And, you know, just there's so much going on in our community. I'm really excited to share all about that. Yeah. And also in because this is such a new space, there are a lot of questions about legal rights and property rights and privacy rights and things like that. Does your website cover any of those issues? All of those. Yeah, it they it's all focused on the laws across the United States as well as global laws. And uh, there's a deeper dive into the various issues, you know, that you had mentioned, as well as associations that are related to that. You know, different states have more activities than other states, more associations. And so it's it's a really exciting resource to uh, go to. Yeah, I think it's going to be so helpful because that's one of my biggest questions. When I go to different meetups, I, I ask everybody who's been in the space for a while. And I always have the same question. I'm like, where, where is the line? I don't know where the line is. And, you know, it's almost like there's, it's all gray areas. There's no black and white and gray in the middle. It's just all gray areas. So I think your tool is going to be so, so valuable. And it's B-L-I-T-O-O-L-S. Yeah. And I just briefly am showing the, the platform but there's there's news, there's learn area, AI. I know we're talking about Bitcoin, but there's a Bitcoin vertical. There's there's a little bit of everything for everyone who's trying to learn this space. But especially if you're focusing on the Bitcoin side, there's Bitcoin mining and legal considerations. There's the legal landscape. There's Bitcoin enterprises because there's a lot of businesses involved in Bitcoin. I mean, it's really a remarkable space. I mean, the other thing is people right now are using, you know, Bitcoin rigs. Not that everyone, you know, anyone who's listening might have to do this, but you can use it to heat your home. You know, so there's, you know, I, I have solar for the electrical side, but I've thought about, you know, the, the the flip side. Okay, there's the air conditioning. Now there's the heating. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Yeah, I think at the Bitcoin conference, there was a company that was showcasing a hot tub that was being warmed by a Bitcoin miner. <laughs> That's cool. It's very cool. It's very cool. So, you know, again, there's there's a lot involved in this space and it's only going to become more creative and useful. Yes, there are so many tremendously talented and enthusiastic, passionate people working in this space, trying to make it more accessible to everybody, build it up so that it's more secure, build it up so that it's more convenient for people to use. So definitely a very exciting landscape. And I want to thank you so much for chatting with us today and for all the resources that you have been working on, your Cinderella book, the new Blockchain Legal Institute website. Wonderful, wonderful resources. Any last suggestions for our listeners out there? The only thing that I would say is take that first step. You know, understand that, again, this is not investment advice, not legal advice, just personal opinion. Part of the challenge that we have is getting past our fear of taking that first step. 
And, you know, like I said, even if you just start with $10 to get the feel of it, just you don't have to do anything else, but you're going to see that money go up, your money go down and you're, but that's no different than stocks or anything else. So again, take the first step, ask questions, develop your own personal library of resources, go to those meetups, meet the people in the community and doesn't have to be a lot of time, but, you know, find your favorite, you know, talk shows to listen to, to educate yourself and just be more aware and present in your own financial future. Because again, sometimes we give up that control to other people. And the other thing that I would say, once you make the decision to be part of this process, let your politicians know that you are as well, because you don't have to, you don't have to be very vocal, but it's important for individuals within the political space to know that more people are participating because they're making the rules that then govern us and put the restrictions as well as protections out there. Now, protections are not bad, but sometimes protections are very restrictive. So it doesn't allow us to make the freedom of choice that we want. And so we all have to be educated consumers. And sometimes as consumers, we make mistakes. But again, I would rather make a mistake than have someone say, you can't make that mistake in the first place. So that's the only thing that I would ask everyone within their own comfort level is to be communicating with the politicians just so that way they know that our community is growing and that as voters, this is an issue that we would like to be considered because I think that that's important. Our financial future, we need to have some freedom to make those decisions. So I don't get very political, but the thing is that I think that if we don't speak up, just like if we don't vote, sort of as like a will and voting, I think those are two things that we all need to have and do. <laughs> those are freedoms that other countries don't always have. And so I think we should not take it for granted. Yeah, that's really great advice. And like you said, we're not trying to be political here because Bitcoin is non-political. And that's one of the beauties about the this this protocol, this this new, what we believe to be a new money standard, but really the protocol, the the entire ecosystem around it, we are non-political, but whichever political party you belong to, you know, reach out to the people who are in the government positions and just let them know what you think, because if you don't tell them, they don't know. Exactly right. They don't know. So I appreciate your, my being on your show. And now guess what? You get to be on my show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today and learning with us today. If the discussion with our guests resonated with you and you would like to dive deeper into the world of Bitcoin, don't miss out on joining the Orange Hatter Women's Reading Club. The meetup link is in the show notes. Also, if there are women in your life whom you think would both enjoy and benefit from learning more about Bitcoin, please share Orange Hatter with them. Until next time, bye!